0: leave
1: a message after the tone. You've got seven questions do Your life is going down the tube.
2: Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan After Dark. After Nude Clan. I am your host, Caleb Schweiss. Caleb Craig.
3: And Cameron.
2: And today we are going to be answering a couple of your wonderful questions. So let's dive into that. If I'm going to be honest here, I, th- I think this is the next one. I- I'm sorry, guys. It's Jesus. been a while.
0: Hello. This call is from the legal department of. Social Security Administration. <laughs> my federal batch ID number is oh, yeah. SSA 9165. The purpose of this call is regarding an enforcement action which has been executed by the U.S. Treasury against your Social Security number. Ignoring this <laughs> yes. would be an intentional attempt to avoid initial appearances before the magistrate judge or exempt jury for a federal criminal offense. So, before this matter, goes to Federal Claims Courthouse, or you get arrested, kindly call us back on our number. That is 731-868-4848. I repeat, 731-868-4848. So get back on this number as soon as possible.
2: Okay, so first of all, don't call that number ever. Uh, it's funny because the these scams, like... The government is shut down right now. Like they're not <laughs> working. <laughs> this robot is furloughed at the moment. You know, like he's, <laughs> he's working okay, harder was, than the government. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the scam government bot is working harder than the actual <laughs> government is right now. Uh, that's that's pretty good. I I tried to so for a while. I was listening to the voicemails before the show just to kind of get an idea of what's what and like when it came from. But I've stopped doing that. Because I don't want to have any spoilers. I want to have my initial reaction. And that's what we get from that. We <laughs> fucking spam IRS calls. Yep. Uh, lovely, lovely calls. So let's see what else we have here. We got a couple from this number. I don't recognize it. Hello,
4: new crime. This is Peter Beck.
2: Oh, we already had that one. Did he do two that time?
4: Well, looks like it's going to be a two-parter. Uh, so I'll continue where I left off. Sorry for the lengthy message. But, uh, to continue, I walked into my daughter's room and found her masturbating.
2: Oh, Jesus.
4: I found a can of whipped cream next to her. We heard the first part of this? I don't
3: think we heard the first part.
4: Watching some risky stuff. And the worst thing I could have ever seen. She was spread eagle with our four-year-old Jack Russell Terrier. Between her legs. Oh my god! Her orally. I guess with the assistance of the whipped cream, I.
2: She should have used peanut butter. I yeah, would have
4: liked to get out of that room as quick as possible. But unfortunately, our dog was in there, so I had to get our dog out of there as quick as possible. I said some things I probably shouldn't have to, uh. Although what she is doing is absolutely disgusting, and I got the hell out of there. Now, I haven't talked to my daughter in a couple days. <laughs> As you can imagine, it's absolutely mortifying for a father. So my question is, how can I mend the fences with my daughter, bring this up to her in a way that will save face for both of us? And how can I explain to her that it is all right to pleasure herself, as much as I would not like her to, you know, being her father, but I have to explain to her, using the dog in that manner is absolutely bloody wrong. Well, that's it. I look forward to hearing your response on another tricky question. As you can see, drama is of no, uh, it is just very common in the Barrington household. Thank you so much, boys. Till next time. Bye.
2: Yeah, that was the guy before who uh thought his wife was cheating on her remember? Oh yeah. Yeah, so now we know that one was a joke. For sure. Uh
3: I don't know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> like <this>
2: shit, I'm <laughs> out. Yeah. Cameron uh, leaves. He's actually leaving. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh so how do you approach that? So first of all, from a moral standpoint, uh beating off is fine. And having the dog lick some peanut butter off your nutsack on occasion. (laughs) I mean, totally acceptable. (laughs) You know. It's fine. The dog is happy. You are happy. Everyone wins. But you got to have a little bit of finesse when it comes to that. You got to make sure no one's home. Uh, The dog will always be loyal. And the dog will never talk about it, right? So... Dog just thinks, "Hey, I'm getting a sweet whipped cream treat here," <laughs> and with a little with a little underlying taste of body at the at the tail end of this uh, sweet. How many
0: dogs
3: did you have growing up?
2: Um, numerous, mm. numerous dogs. I thought you'd never had a dog. No, I had plenty of dogs. That's why I don't like them. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, a lot of reasons about, to it like them. Well, I liked their addiction to peanut butter, certainly, but. I wouldn't necessarily say that's me liking the dog so much as the dog's abrasive tongue on my sack <laughs> and/or and taint. Yeah.
3: Wouldn't that be a cat?
2: Yeah, cats too. Your cats you know? have
3: the sandpaper tongues, man.
2: Cream. Yeah, just put some cream on your your asshole and just let the cat. See, fucking.
3: You're, you're putting you're putting peanut butter on your asshole. Is what you're saying?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, for a cat, I don't think Waylon gives a shit about peanut butter. Yeah, uh, whipped cream. He's fucking all about that. Uh, if anything, I would probably just put like
3: a little, 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 little,
2: little pinch of tuna on my, on my
3: ass. No, what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is the image of you sticking up, sticking the nozzle of spray whipped cream up your asshole, yeah. your asshole up with whipped cream. It's just, <laughs> as long as you place a cherry on top, and then <laughs> and then have Craig walk in and watch. Uh, just watch the fucking whipped cream burst out of your asshole. Yeah, it's like, it's like old, old faithful. Just, uh, just pass a little gas after you fill that chamber up with whipped cream.
2: Oh, I probably would, too. That's for sure.
3: The things that this man has seen. Yeah.
2: And the things he has yet to see that will come to pass yeah I don't know i i I guess you could just approach it from like any standpoint of uh catch it up do something that's totally you know illegal and wrong and all of those things. just be like, you know what? just beat off like a normal person, you don't have to have a an animal pleasure you instead i mean like I can't imagine the dog's particularly skilled at it um you know, perhaps find another an alternative find a Go I think, go I to think the sex store. Go dogs to the Spencers. Are quite
3: experienced in licking their own junk is the thing. Yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah. Oh, fuck, maybe. It's just. I mean, you know, it's just kind get of dirty. You know, dogs mm. are nasty. They they lick their assholes clean. Like you really want that down there? Mm. You never go but to but to veg. It's <laughs> the other way around. It's fine. It's, you can't come full circle though. Coming full circle <laughs> leads to bad bad things. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, just. (sighs) Yeah, no more whipped cream in the house, I would say. Whipped cream Um, is clearly.
3: Just don't let her be alone with the dog ever.
2: Alone with the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Fido? I think it might be time to put down the dog, put it out of its misery. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, there's no real way to answer that fucking question. It's a problem. Like, it's just... There's nothing... I mean, it just you just gotta have a conversation. There's... There's no real way to uh, to go about it. Gotta set some, some ground rules about no dogs, no bestiality. I mean, you'd think it'd be like a given, you know? Like, there are some things that aren't rules, per se, or laws that you just kinda don't do. This seems to be one of those, but in extreme cases such as this, perhaps it's time, you know, you have the rules of the house, pick up after yourself, rinse your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher, don't let the dog lick your vagina. I mean,
3: after we listen to that, that would have been a great uh, time to drop the Law and Order soundbite that we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom, <laughs> boom.
2: Yeah. Um, shit. Yeah, no, not know. Hey, we got one more, though, I think. Let's see what else we got here. Could be for another show.
1: Uh, Yes, this is uh, Brandon. I had a question for you guys. Um, I'm moving towards uh, owning a house, and uh, my old lady seems to think that she wants to live in an apartment her whole life. Well, I kind of feel like that's not going to suit me. I'm moving towards moving up, not staying in the same place. Um so I kinda just wanted to get you guys' opinion on what I should do in that situation. If I go to buy a house and she doesn't move with me, do I stay with her or do I go in a different direction? I mean I have a child with her, that's probably the most complicated part of that. But um just kinda wanted to see what you guys thought and uh guys get back to me, uh I'll give her a listen, and uh thank you. Bye
2: bye. Don't let her listen to the first half of the uh, half of the episode if you want this to help you in any way, shape <laughs> sure. or form. Yeah. This is where you start right uh. here.
3: <laughs> uh mm. so Mm. Schweiss is the only one who actually owns a house right now. Would you rather stay in an apartment or is owning a house better?
2: Owning a house is certainly better. I mean, I pay the least amount of rent at this table. Yeah, believe.
3: And so that's one argument. So when you're looking for a house, um, just to you know decide whether or not you have enough available funds to do so. It sounds like you are moving up. Sounds like that that is a valid thing that you're looking for. So. As long as you're picking a house in a price range where you can afford, um, then you should be good there. The benefits to owning a house over renting is, uh, in the long run, it'll be cheaper than constantly renting. And two, it sounds like you already have the beginnings of a family. And if you ever intend to have that grow, of course, you're going to need more space, which you can get in a house. So really, those are your best arguments.
2: Yeah. Um, I would also say... Another great one is, at the end, you get to keep the house. I mean, sure, my mortgage might be, it's like 750 a month, and most of that's interest. or Not most of it, but a good chunk of it now is interest, and not that much goes to actually paying it down, but if I rented for these 20 years or 15 years or however long it's going to take me to pay it off, I'd have nothing at the end. But me owning, I have a house at the end, a house where I don't have a house payment. I have my taxes to pay each year, utilities, HOA and that's it. Uh, and at that point I could have a part-time job and live just fine. You know, it's there are a ton of great benefits to it. I think it's important for you to be on the same page with her with that though. And I think it's important for you to try to try to persuade her because honestly, I, there's I mean, not w- generally there's not a right answer, but in this case I would say your answer is the most right of the two.
3: Yeah, house offers more stability. Yeah, if and you don't have a lot of debt you're paying off right now and you have a stable job, uh, acquiring property is one way to start getting value because house is something that you can resell at any time too. Exactly. Especially
2: with the heart house market, like at least where we are being ridiculous, you, right. might, you yeah. That being said though, that makes it not a great time to buy. Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm kinda waiting for things to change a little bit before I jump in.
2: It's gonna be a little while, I think, but um, probably
3: the next couple of years is what yeah. I'm doing. So
2: yeah, most likely. Uh, so I would, that's one thing to consider. I mean, is it worth it now as opposed to what it was when I got mine or what it could be later um, with the market crashing or a little bubble burst yeah. one or the other? Hopefully, the bubble burst and not the full on crash, but it usually happens every like seven years or so, six years, something like that. Um, so I'd look at that. And just kind of weigh out your options. I mean, like Cameron said, you have you have more stability with the home. You have more room to grow. You get to decide, like, okay, I mean, like I have a two-bedroom house. Um, it's not very big. One thing
3: I've heard of is if you can see yourself being in one spot for five years, you might as well own a home.
2: Yeah, because you can always sell it after that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always sell it when the market builds back up or as it's building currently. You know, my house right now, I could sell it, and I could walk away with $80,000 after all the fees from selling it, after all of that easily, 80 grand, just in my pocket. I'm not going to do it, because I'm crazy, but, and also because I don't want to buy a fucking house right now, another house, because it's ridiculous.
3: I mean, with $80,000, you could definitely buy a bigger house. Oh, I could. I would
2: probably rent for a little while until the market pooped out, though. Hmm. That might be a few years, though, so I don't know.
3: It'd be hard to gauge that.
2: Yeah. But 80K <clears throat> as a down payment, it's a big deal. It'd be a lot of money. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot to consider. I mean, do so you...
3: So, think of it this way, though. With 80K, any residual debts you have, you can clear off right away. And then um, with what you have left over, 50K plus.
2: House payment, just House boom. payment.
3: And so, you're going into a better house, mostly debt-free besides the new mortgage you just got into. Um, and then you don't might not want to put down the entire 50k i mean depending on how much house you're getting because then you would have a nice little buffer zone of residual cash left over
2: exactly yeah it's a good it could be a good move and you can't do that if you rent you can't play the markets and sell and buy and my big thing the thing i'm obsessing over is the idea of renting my house out when i move on to another house because that provides you a steady income stream you know, I get eight hundred bucks a month from this when I rent it out after the HOA, after the taxes I set aside for the annual taxing, and all of that. And that's that's eight hundred more dollars a month. That's almost another mortgage, even right now. I mean, I for a bigger house, I'd probably be looking at like twelve, thirteen hundred bucks for a mortgage. Eight hundred ever being covered by this place? Oh yeah, I'm gonna pay the second place off twice as fast as this place, and then you just keep going and going and going with that. And that's something you can't do as a renter. As a renter, you're you're just there. You know, you just have the option to stay and go, and that's not even really an option because you signed a contract. Um, you got your first month, last month, all that stuff. And honestly, the place I had before, I was paying more than I was here, and it was pretty small. The place in near Walmart and Orem, like pretty fucking tiny. Yeah, and I was paying nine hundred a month for that, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, I did get a, a gym that I miss a lot. Nine hundred a month. Yeah, peasant change. <laughs> Cameron lives in like the LA of Utah though, so
3: <laughs> it's it's bad. I'm not gonna I don't know how much longer I'd want to live there. But.
2: Yeah, well it sucks because you have to work up there though. That yeah. makes it nice. Yeah, I mean five minutes to work. So. Yeah, commuting is terrible. Especially So any here. any
3: any money that uh I'm saving money on gas by a lot, so Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's worth it. And it's not like it's that much better down here, either. You'd have to go to, like, Santaquin to get something bitchin'. Yeah. And I don't think Santaquin and the word bitchin' should ever be used <laughs> in the same fucking sentence, to be honest. <laughs> 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 yeah, <no. laughs> yeah,
3: you're not wrong about that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's like uh, going down to Hurricane, Utah, and getting, yeah. like a huge home down there.
2: Yeah, that. yeah, it's it's like pace and light, you know? It's like fucking 10-calorie pace, and that's what Santaquin is, <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's just a smaller town in Utah, but I mean, there's a lot to consider. I mean, is it worth it in your area? Is it worth uprooting and going elsewhere? Um, I think overall a house is totally worth it, especially for credits. Good. You can get a pretty good rate. Um, I think mine is like 3.375, which is like way low for right now. Um, but if your credit's good enough, you can get a pretty good loan and a pretty good percentage rate and you can always refi later. The only bad thing about a refinance is it resets your thirty-year mortgage. But mm-hmm. if you're saving three hundred more dollars a month, you can just put that right back in and pay it off even faster.
3: Pay it off even faster.
2: Yeah, um, and that's that's what I've done um, with mine. And I mean, I slacked last year on it, but uh, it's still. I'm now paying less in interest than I am towards the principal, so I'm making uh, headway on it and. Yeah, at the end you get to you get to keep something sort of. I mean, the government technically owns it forever and you just are renting the land via taxes, but it's closer than being a being a renter is, you know. Yeah, it's closer to be true ownership. And that's the American dream, man, you know, owning a home, having a family, like that's that's what it is. Mhm. Renting isn't the fucking American dream. That's the commie dream, you know. Psst.
3: That. I mean, it's a, like we said, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird job market with the amount of money people are getting paid versus how much, you know, what school is like. And then housing is just going way up. And so renting is starting to look more, I don't know, it's just starting to look better just because you're not tied down to a property. And in the short run, it seems like it's cheaper without not having a, another huge amount of debt on your shoulders.
2: Yeah, it can be. Um, and it's a lot. I mean, even though I'm paying more towards principal, my the fucking interest amount it's still like 200 bucks a month that's like insane if i had a credit card that was 200 bucks a month i'd be shitting bricks man i'd yeah. be like cool know. Yeah, and like i i bought the the girlfriend's ring and i paid it off in the six month zero financing time because yeah. i didn't want the debt mm-hmm. i didn't want the interest being charged and that interest is fucking nothing compared to the interest that i get every single month from this house exactly you
4: know?
2: and when i had my when I had my old rate, it was like 870 a month for this place. And I was only like $97 of it the first few times was going towards principal. Like, so it's, 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 there are a lot of things that go into it. But if you're in a spot where you think you can get it, I think it's always worth it to do it. Because um, you can always refinance it later.
3: In the long run, it's worth it. So if you imagine yourself being in one place for quite some time and having uh, your family grow, a house is definitely a good option. As long as you can afford it.
2: Yeah. Never buy what you can't afford, of course. Um, and having outstanding debt doesn't necessarily mean you can't afford it. Um, it just depends on how much we're talking here. Like If you've got like, you know, 15K. I mean,
3: that's all calculated into whether or not you can afford it. Yeah.
2: If you've got 15K between your cards, your car, and, you know, student loans or whatever, it's that's not bad. If a lot of it's student loans anyway, because you don't have to pay that back yet. Um, But if you've got, you know, the average amount of credit card debt that the American has, it's probably not a good idea. If you've got like I think it's like six or eight thousand dollars, that shit should probably get paid off first. Um, But if you guys are in a good spot, I say I say start putting your uh, start casting the line out there and see what you can find. Mm -hmm. Um, The only scary part about right now is getting caught in a house that's super overvalued and getting a loan on an overvalued house and not yeah. being able to flip whatsoever um, that could fuck you pretty hard being upside down and alone Yeah, um, but I mean even then like if you can manage it as is you should be fine um, you just might be paying into something that's not going to be worth as much as you pay at that point it becomes a car which you need but it goes down to value all the fucking time. It never goes up. <laughs> never up. Always down. Uh but yeah. Thank you guys so much for calling and uh sorry about being late on the nude client after dark. We will catch up on After Dark. Can't do it today though, because Cameron has some plans, but we will bring some, some hot, spicy topics next time. Guys, please leave us your calls at three eight five two oh four three nine two one. That's three eight five two oh four three nine two one. And this has been After Dark. We will see you guys again soon enough.
0: Mankind has always
4: been the poison. Give up on yourselves. Give up on the world. Every puzzle has an answer. Dumbass. Kick logic out and do the impossible. Remember that. I'm glad I met you guys. You made me pick up on things. I probably would have just gone on ignoring.
1: Don't believe in yourself. Believe in me. Believe in the
3: coming out who believes in you.